Riddle me this, riddle me that. Who's afraid of the big black? Good evening. Welcome <laughs> to this is the BBC. Welcome to the Nords who haunt themselves. Nords. The BBC start again. Okay. Welcome to the Nerds Who Haunted Themselves podcast. We've got our Nords out. Series four, episode nine. I am I am I'm, I can't remember my name now. This has gone really well. <clears throat> I am Andy Hanks, also known as I Am Zoot, and as usual I am joined by uh, Stuart Moraine, also known as Or You Twat, stop doing that. That's what his wife calls him. And um, so, hi. Hi. How are you doing? I'm, I'm alright. How are you? So, is it series, episode 9 and series 4? How many of these have we done? I think this is the most we've done in a series. Yeah. And in theory, we should have our one last one where we wrap up the year picking our favourite. So, there's what? There could be 10 episodes a year? Possibly. We might hit 10. Blimey. Uh, might. If I can get the Skype thing working have an interview one to go out we've actually been here about two hours while we were setting it up because every blooming time we go to do a podcast we always spend you forget i I should write the notes of where the plug it in this hole do this do that it's a lot like my sex life yeah whether the sex where do the uh headphones like go um go in that yeah we should not want to hear it (laughs) (laughs) bad enough she has to win the sip Does she have to be awake for it? As long as she knows. I'm, I apologise now, this one's going to be terrible. It is going to be terrible. Right. We've got questions from people. <laughs> but before we begin with those questions... Any news? Anything going on? Tickets for True Believers have gone on sale. They went on, was it last week? It was last week, or last Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, a special introductory price, which did really well. I think that was our biggest day one sales to date. So it sold two. Three. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're not we're not in take that numbers or mm. anything like that or MCM numbers, but you know, respectable for us. And we've sold a couple more since. Fab. Which has been nice. Uh, all the tables are pretty much gone. I am working through the last few applicants. It's really fucking hard. Mm, I'm so bad. <laughs> and I had to send back my first batch of rejection emails, which I really fretted over, and then cat. My wife sort of looked at me kind of like, I think you're bigging up your own self-importance in this role. <laughs> Is that what she said? No, it was just the look she gave me. And I was just sort of like, yeah, I know, but I just feel like shit for doing it. So you had this whole conversation without uttering a single word? Basically, yeah, that's, that's how marriage works. Amazing. Do you not get that? Like you hold something up in a shop and you can just tell from the look that you're going to be putting it straight back down? Oh my God, yeah. yeah. Or um, or if you've got people around and you know you can't argue in front of people and then she'll just glare at you and you know that glare, which means whatever you're doing, don't do it. Or when you're out somewhere and you just get that look that's mm. like, that's time to go then. Yeah. Or the roll of the eyes or the turtle. <laughs> or the knife being stabbed into your leg. Or <laughs> <laughs> the squeezing it's of your testicles. Your testicles will be very slightly squeezed. She'd have to find them first. 
Um, yes, so that's sort of the Troops news. Um, a couple more guests went up on the website. Who are they? I actually know this, but who you are they? I know this. See, you do this to me to make me look like a fool. Uh, Laura Howell is one, and and Jack Lawrence is coming back. Yeah, Mike Collins is back. Dylan Teague's back. Robin Etherington's back. You say they're back. They never left. Well, they never left. No, I mean, they can't leave. We own them. So just Robin this year. Just Robin, yeah. Um, Lorenzo was so fed up of seeing your sketchbook. Mm-hmm. He's just decided he can't be smiling politely and nodding anymore. Maybe he will be there. He's just in disguise, so I won't go back to work to him and fawn over him as I usually do. It could be that. Perhaps he's just. Then again, Dylan's coming. Dylan's so coming obviously, he, Dylan's not not realised. Um, yeah, we've got Rachel Ball. Uh, who's joining us for the first time, which is exciting. Yeah. Um, I did like that when I put the thing up for all the guests, that there was a comment underneath asking if there'd be more. <laughs> Straight away. <laughs> I'm like, oh, these are cool. I wouldn't have reminded, like, these are cool, you've got more stuff to come? Because I'm really liking what I'm seeing so far. It was just kind of like, where's the rest? Yeah, it's, it's like a spoiled kid at Christmas. Well, all these presents were really good, but I want more. It's fine. I I'm taking it in the contents that it was. You know, oh, this is awesome. I can't wait to see who comes next. But so yeah, who else have we got? See, I'm rubbish at this. Whenever I've been on the awesome pod, Nick Brokenshire, which is very cool. Uh, Mike, we said. Jack, we said. Robin, we said. The awesome podcast boys. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's awesome or not. They're, they're reprobates. Laura Howell, we said, Nick Brokenshire, Rich Ball, yep, Dylan Teague, and that's it so far. To be fair, previous years we've had like double that in guests, but previous years we've had double tables. <laughs> <laughs> We're a bit tighter on space this year. It's been yeah. really difficult getting everybody in. As everyone should know by now, we're at a different venue. We are. We're at Jury's Inn, uh, which will come up in one of the questions we were asked. Not specifically about Jury's Inn, but, mm. but yes. Uh, Is that like an under siege Lego set? No, it's just like a birthday Lego set, but oh, I suppose okay. you could. So a birthday cake with a figure popping out of it, Lego set. Sorry, I'm on a tangent. Um, so we're going to go through some questions? Well, we get will. Out of the way. Should we? Yeah, should we get those out of the way? What's up, Gia? What do you want to do? Well, we really should have planned this. We should have. Is there any other news that you bother with Inktober? Um, I, no, I haven't really had time to do Inktober. I mean, a bit busy, which is something that I'll talk about later. Um, for me, it was more of a paint-tober. I, um, I laid the groundwork for Inktober, and then with my sketch timbers. Oh yeah, did I you come? Just up? Never got to do it. You never did it. Oh. It's it's on my to do list, but with having to get everything ready for True Believers, I've done some more nerds. Mm. Let's go for your nerds, son. We should yeah, do this like a. <laughs> Let's go to every episode. More nerds. I, I can't remember where we got to last time. I've seen that one before. Well, yeah, we can in the flesh. Them online. So yeah, that's probably so one we've seen. Us, we obviously we're, I'm going to see if I can delve a bit deeper into your into your doodles. Uh, so, for instance, this one here, we've got us two on chairs, and Superman's just flown through through the wall, and he can, he's going through the daytime. So we live together. Is this well, like a bird well, no, thing? We've gone for a weekend in Metropolis, and this right, is we, the hazards of. So okay, 
Uh, to me, it looks I, like I think got... you're projecting the Burton Ernie relationship. No, we've on definitely Burton. got the Burton Ernie thing. I'm not going to say, no, we're going to be in bed on the next picture. Well, to be fair, it's a one panel picture. I mean, Morecambe and Wise shared a bed. There's nothing gay going on there. No. Okay, fair enough. Okay, so that's. Not to imply there's anything gay going on with Burton Ernie either. It's just, it's very difficult to have the six establishing panels leading up to the main one that explains that we live separately. Okay. My, my backstory is basically going to be that. How did we my, die? My nerd was killed in a freak boating accident climbing a mountain. Right. A boating and, accident climbing a mountain. And your nerd was killed when the boat he was steering towards me. <laughs> you hit fell the bottom of the mountain. <laughs> you fell on me when you fell off the mountain. <laughs> okay, next word, a bit of a Bill and Ted going on here. I'd say it's more than a bit of a Bill and Ted. So we're on top of the phone, bo- phone box. There are elements of that I'm happy with, elements mm-hmm. I'm not. What are the elements you are happy with? <laughs> that's, that's really wrong. <laughs> so seriously, what do you like about that? <laughs> I quite like the Bill and Ted. Yeah, they're very cool. I just There's not enough dimension to the phone booth. It looks a bit flat, mm. but it was very much a rush job one. If I sound a bit bunged up, I've just come off of a cold for the last couple of days. Oh, and... now you tell me. Yeah. Oh, God's sake, we're sharing a microphone. I know. That I love. I've, really, I've seen these. I love this is as for a predator vision. Yeah, the predator one might have been one. I might have been late putting them up online. It came out quite nice with that one again. It's really nice. I've just noticed um, the triangle on my on my <laughs> head. I didn't notice that before. Always trying to kill you. <laughs> the next one that we've got. We um, did that one last time because that was the. Tronson and so we, We've definitely done Dread. That. Yeah, we've done that one. Um, okay, yeah, this is a new one. I, yeah, this is a new one, isn't it? I'm getting sucked off. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so. Finally! <laughs> yeah, that's, that never happened. <laughs> you know, the other day at work. Oh, <laughs> bit of a bit of a bit of a story, so I was quite proud. Uh, so. Um, I was out of my desk. I was off my desk. I was at somebody else's desk very briefly when I was given my payslip. So I left the payslip on my desk by accident. <laughs> no, so I left the payslip on my desk by accident, came back to my desk. Then I got a phone call from the guy whose desk I sat at saying, I've got your payslip on my desk. So I said, because he goes, I'm going to open it. So I said, don't, don't, I wouldn't if I were you. You'll, be, you'll find hilarious how small this is. Well, one of my colleagues overheard this and put the phone down, looked at me a bit weird and said, were you talking about your penis? So I said, no, about my wages. Then, all of a sudden, I said, do you know the difference between my penis and my wages? My wife likes to blow my wages. (laughs) God, I'm good. Uh, I can tell already (laughs) you were very pleased with that. I was very pleased with that. It's an old joke, a very dad joke, but I liked it. Um, uh, I'm not sure your dad should be making those jokes. Oh, he does all the time. It's really, yeah, <laughs> really inappropriate. So on anyway, on this issue, uh, Thanos is slapping us, and I'm one of the fifty percent who doesn't make it. And you are, and you're second out of the dustbuster. Well, you know, it's important to clean as you go. The snap. Now I have to admit, I I, I took me a couple of seconds to get this one. I saw it online because I thought it might be a bit of a James Bond thing going on, but I'm being held hostage. And you're being all um, um, John McLean. John McLean, thank you. Couldn't remember his name. And you have a season's greetings gun stuck to the back of you, and I'm about to be blown apart. 
But as we all know in Die Hard, Holly lives. Yeah. What I'm really pleased with that is my accidentally really good likeness to Alan Rickman. Yeah. <laughs> I was surprised at how well it turned out. Um, Terminator. Didn't turn out as well as I hoped, but these are, these are all technically rough, so... Yeah. Uh, I am the T-1000. Am I the one T- I am the T-1000. Yes. And you're the T-801. T-801. Yeah. Isn't T-2? Isn't T-801? I think. Hang on, isn't it? T-101 and then T-800. No, it wasn't T-101. It was T-800 in the first film. And I think he was T-801 in the second film. T-101. This is a really bad place to argue this, because if, if either of us are wrong, then we might get one person complaining. Wiggy? Yeah, or Chris. <laughs> So two people can play. <laughs> um, and then we we definitely have spoken about these. Uh, then we are Holy Grail. And you've got the clap. You're clip-clapping the donut, uh, donuts, coconuts. Um, and then Hellboy. 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 I think so. I should listen to the previous episode to work out where we got to. Well, it'd be easy from now on because it ends on that book. Oh, yeah. So you're Hellboy and I am, don't tell me, um, oh, bollocks, what's his name? I keep it Sebastian in here, but it's not Sebastian, it's similar to Sebastian. Abe Sapien. Abe Sapien, thank you. Thank you for not telling me. That's all right. Iron Giant, definitely have seen these. Um, yeah, we got to this one, because this was one of my favourites. Oh no, I haven't seen this one in the flesh yet. No, you've seen it online. I have, yeah, this was awesome. This was you as Indy, Anna Jones. Um, and I really like the detail of that <laughs> I one. had to clear that up. Um, but I managed, it, even though it's a solo shot, I managed to work you into it. Yeah, I'm the idol. <laughs> Looks like you've got your, your hand up your arse. Well. <laughs> Jurassic Park. You are Dr. Grant, aren't you? Yeah. Which would technically make you the little girl, but... Oh, yeah, it would, wouldn't it? I, I wasn't really playing with that. That you weren't playing with a little girl. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> and that bizarrely actually looks like Michael Mike Myers, doesn't it? <laughs> it? Actually looks like Wayne. I like that. That's, yeah, very cool. I couldn't be asked to draw the pro- proper picture, so <laughs> I went for Jim Morrison stood on a sand dune. Yeah, very good. You got awesome likeness. That's really weird. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but Jeff Wayne's All the Worlds freaks Jack out that one really he can he bursts into tears if the um, Eve of War comes on dun, dun, dun. I really like the um, the um, the lighting underneath the, the body of the tripod I'm going to go see that next month awesome in Cardiff for the third time the hologram Liam Neeson one yeah that's the only one they do now mm. well I mean you paid all that Liam Neeson money yeah he does have a unique set of skills Uh, Ninja, the very yeah, subtle Ninja Turtles. Dan was guessing which ones they were before I coloured the masks. <laughs> yeah, can he guess? So the he got them. Did he? Yeah. Oh, that was... I didn't have time to write a nerds thing mm. for the mailer. So I just did a three panel. <laughs> that's one of my favourites yeah 
That got me a lot of Halloween fans following me on Instagram. Did it really? Yeah. Although, she's not on the phone drawer now, is she? She's on the bed. Yeah, but... Yeah. I, and yeah. He's, he's technically nailed to the wall downstairs, so... Oh, yeah, that's true. Again. <laughs> yes, inaccurately. I don't like it. <laughs> well, the Halloween fans <laughs> did, so fuck you. Yeah. And then a bit of Rocky. There's always room for a bit of Rocky. Yeah. Technically Rocky 4. Why? That's Rocky 4. That's Rocky punching. Over the That's why it's... I must break it. Oh, I see. I must break you. Oh, this one I have not seen. That's awesome. We, we are both being sucked in. That's actually my favourite. We are both being sucked into the, um, the, 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 the trap from Ghostbusters. Oh, yes, they are. I watched Ghostbusters. Turned off, and Ghostbusters 2 has just started, so I watched nice. them both. I've not seen that one. That's possibly one of my favourites. That's the last one. That's how I wanted to end the book. With my favourite. With them being sucked into the yeah. Ghostbusters trap. <laughs> it was the lot- I've had that one in my mind for ages, which is why I'm not overly happy with it. It didn't turn out as well as I pictured it in my mind for the last few months. <laughs> but And I accidentally used a different colour grey because I got distracted. And then went back to finish colouring it and picked up the wrong pen. Hmm. Very cool. But I have another sketchbook ready to go when I could be asked. But I have been trying to... I, that's something I've done. I've been trying to do a comic mm. page. Which I sent out to feedback, which I got some cool feedback from Tony. And I got some cool feedback from Wiggy. And you told me to fuck off. <laughs> and I also gave you feedback. <laughs> yeah, but it was all abuse. <laughs> Stop wasting my time. I've got my own comic to do. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> No, not at all. I thought it was great. It needed it needs tweaks. I did the thing that always pisses me off in comics, and it took Tony and Wiggy to point it out to me. Oh, well, the speech bubbles being that high. Your speech bubbles were lower than mine, and they should be higher. Yeah, how you read it. But you know, for a first rough, Wiggy is the speech bubble Nazi. Yeah, I know. Hi, Craig. I deliver post to his flat. <laughs> It was basically just a fun thing to do to explain how we ended up going through all these different... It's like a prequel. Yeah. Mm. So I've got an idea for a second and a third page, potentially. Who's going to be Al? Are we going to have an Al? Are we allowed to mention what it's about, or are we keeping that secret? Well, no, it's, it's kind of a quantum leapy sliders thing, so it's, it's not specifically both. So we're kind of teleporting sort to of different situations. We're sort of sliding between different nerdy situations. Oh. Trying to find the next leap home. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. That was the thing when I sent you the roughs. I was like, I know when I do this, I've got to have an oh boy joke somewhere, and then I fucking missed it. <laughs> In my excitement to send it over, going, I've, I've gone done something. <laughs> I forgot to put in the oh boy joke. But, anyway, yeah, so for this one, we put out a shout out for some questions. But before we begin, Something I've wanted to do for ages is fire the 10 inside the Actors Studios questions to you. Oh, okay. So, for well, the ones you've written? No. The actual. If, you, if you've ever watched Inside the Actors Studio. Which I haven't. Uh, they use the uh, 10 questions made famous by Bernard, P- uh, Bernard Thibault. Uh, but it's James Lipton. I'm not going to do a James Lipton impression. But, first question. Okay. What is your favourite word? Shit, you did a face like you were going to take this really seriously. 
Um, okay, my favourite word is probably blancmange. Blancmange? Honestly, I like the word blancmange. Because you can say it really kind of blancmange. Really sexy. I always like the word solace, and then they made a shit film of that as the title. <laughs> what, was the, what was in that shite film with the bunny? Um, Donnie Darko. What was the, the... Is Donnie Darko shite? Uh, I, well, I don't, I've not watched I'll it recently. No, I really liked it at the time, but everybody liked it at the time. What was was it? Car door or something? They no cellar door, wasn't it? Cellar door. They reckon was the most beautiful word of all time. Possibly cellar door. But this is around that American Beauty period where it was like yeah. a, a bag blowing in the wind. Next um, question. Next question. What is your least favorite word? Weast. Oh, everyone yeah. says. Everyone says it, doesn't they? No, mine's lush. I don't mind the word lush. I hate it used in the context oh, lush. of... Oh, that is like, well, lush. Yeah. I will accept it in the terminology of... that. Fi- the field looked really rich and lush this morning. I also don't like the word pop when people describe fizzy drinks. To me, it's really generic and I don't like it. Like, oh, Especially my, my mother growing up. Sorry, Mum, she was into this. A tin of pop. The words a tin of pop. Not a can of coke, a tin of pop. Really riles me. I don't Genuine hatred be story, and I'm not sure if the old lady was taking the piss or not, but she came in and asked for, Actually, no, it was when I was worked at Fop. She came in and she asked for pop. So the kid behind the counter took her to the pop section. She went, no, I mean fizzy drinks. Wow, okay. <laughs> it was like, this is a fucking record shop. It's not as bad as the woman in when I worked in HMV who asked me to recommend some foreign language films that so I recommended a few to her. She bought them all mm. and then came back a couple of days later and I'm like, none of these are in English. Oh, really? <laughs> Seriously? That's amazing. It's like you asked for foreign language films. Oh, that's great. Or the bloke who must have been about my age who turned to his girlfriend holding up a copy of Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter mm. proclaiming that he didn't realise Abraham Lincoln was also a vampire hunter. <laughs> True story. True story. Oh, amazing. I also um, I don't like the new, the word that seems to be all the rage at the moment, the word tech. Mm. You know, like top tech or the latest tech. I don't, don't know why. It really annoys me. Another word I don't like, geek chic. Geek chic. Nah. Like, it needed something so you could fucking own it properly. It's one of those things that is like adding credibility to that something doesn't need credibility adding to it. Mm. No, absolutely. Life hack. Oh. We've only had one word. Sorry. <laughs> so it's just like, is this like room one oh one? Yes. What's the next one? Okay. Right, wait for me to finish. Okay. What turns you on? Creative. Is that what your wife said? <laughs> I said wait. Sorry. Go on. My wife knows what turns me on. <laughs> She's seen my browser history. No, she says wait for you to finish, is what I get, huh? Oh right. <laughs> right. What turns you on? Creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? A one of those, or or, or and three. emotional, uh, and or emotionally, but okay. Um, cre- what turns me on? Um, creatively, robots. Uh, was it <laughs> sexually robots? robots. <laughs> Spiritually. Oh blimey! I, I I don't want to answer the second one. You don't have to. It's an or. So it's oh, okay. creatively, spiritually, or, or emotionally. emotionally. Um, I'm gonna go. Okay, creatively. Um, I'm gonna go. Um, that's a really really good question. What turns me on creatively? Uh, I don't know how specific you can be on that one. I can be really specific and say 
detail. Actually, that's not specific, specific at all. <laughs> no. Just detail. Any detail about the detail? No, detail. Details. And that sounds really... But real complex. Like complexity. Yeah. Yeah. And and that, I, I might need to explain it. I'm not going to, but that might need a little bit of explaining. But something where there's a lot going on, and I could stare at it for five minutes. I love that. I love detail. To be honest, the best answer I could come up with is in the question, and it's creativity for me. Yeah. Just seeing somebody create something, something somebody's created. Is that is that what to do sexually? <laughs> I like to is be it, creative. Is it that scene from Ghost? <laughs> that does it for you, doesn't it? Weird. People <laughs> fucking and making something. <laughs> and it makes you cry emotionally as well. It does, yeah. Right, next. And it's about a ghost, so, you know, spirits. Yeah. <laughs> so spiritually sorted. Right, next. Ah, oh, no, my screen's gone blank. What turns you off? Moist. <laughs> Well, creatively. Sometimes you need moist. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think I would say... um, Is is unoriginality a word? People being unoriginal and cliché and that kind of thing. Do you know, going back to the last question, the one thing that turns me on creatively is originality. I think I think that comes from creativity as well, though, doesn't it? And, yeah. and detail. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but no, um, I suppose you could be unoriginal and put detail in. It's like you could draw a Batman exactly like Jim Lee and put in all the detail, but it's unoriginal. So it's kind of it, yeah. I like yeah yeah okay. I get what yeah. you, I get what I get what you're saying by unoriginal. Hmm. Just uh, no, I, I I don't mean like people copying or anything like that. I'm on about. Just things that are generic, just real generic things. Soulless things. Yeah. Things that just, feel like they were just done to grab money or... Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's just something that hasn't had any thought put into it. Yeah. Real I, thoughtless, just kind of dirge. Empty. Something yeah, empty. empty. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, what is your favourite curse word? Um, my wife often uses the curse word cockjockey. And I quite like that. We have the variation of that in this house that is knob jockey. Knob jockey, yeah, yeah. Or cockwomble or anything like that. Um, I probably use the word bollocks a lot. Yeah. In, in Ash, but, but um, uh, yeah, okay, there you go. I think my two are uh, knobhead. Yeah. I love knobhead. It's how I describe my kids. <laughs> nice. Because they are knobheads. I can say it. When other people say it, it's a problem. And I'm going to have to go with Tom Hanks in that I really love horseshit. <laughs> it's just a great I, thing to say. I don't have ever used horseshit. I rarely use it, yeah. but it's just one of those ones that when I think about it, it's like, I love horseshit. <laughs> I love swimming in it. <laughs> okay, what sound or noise do you love? Oh. Um, I really like, um, it's called um, Lumpy Idol. And it's the sound of uh, a sports a car. Idol. No, uh, you know, um, like if you get like an old nineteen sixties Mustang, you know, when the when the engine's idling, you just hear the rumble. Yeah. It's that, and it's so deep, and it just kind of travels through you. It's called a lumpy idle, and I love that. My car doesn't do it, but uh, it almost <laughs> you does hate it. It. <laughs> it, it. It's 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 quite. Gr- my, I've just got a new car, and it's quite gruff. <laughs> 
compared to my other one, it's quite gruff, and it says a nice gruffness to it. So there you go. Yeah. Okay. I I, See, I, I always feel that question. I should say like my children laughing or something. But it's actually there's a little piano bit in Bruce Springsteen's Thunder Road that I absolutely <laughs> adore. It's like. Oh shit! It's countdown. Scrap it! It's countdown. It's also how I finish sex. Did you see my thing the other day about Barry Scott? Oh, about does, does Barry Scott is done or something? Barry Barry's done. No, my wife did not want me to post that. <laughs> but it was a genuine question that needed an answer. <laughs> and the dirt is gone. Barry's done. <laughs> right. Uh, what sound or noise do you hate? Um... Oh, going back to the love as well. I'll tell you another one because it's got a bit of a of emotional, not emotional, a bit of a, a nostalgia thing to it as well. When you go to Euro Disney, yeah, there's the sound of the. There's two sounds in Euro Disney actually. There's the sound Just of two. the trains, um, the the intercom oh, in, in the front French railway. Boom, boom, boom. That's it. Dang, 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 dang. In fact, I can show you because I've got it on my phone. Um, it's actually the beginning. You could probably get it as your text alert. Yeah, I ha- it is on that as well. <laughs> but um, it's cool. Let me play it for you. Hang on a minute. It's actually David Gilmore's song, but it's about a second long, the beginning bit. And it goes. That's it. That's it. Oh, and again. Oh, I, I want to go Disney. It's great, isn't it? Bastard. And. Let me play that a bit louder, actually. It was a bit quiet before. It goes. The train arriving at Blackpool. Pause, 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 pause. There you go. And also, it's the ticket machine. So as you walk into the park, they go, dum dum, (laughs) dum dum, dum dum. They're pretty cool as well. Um, Right, what sounds to. It's your sex life. (laughs) What sounds. Dum dum. He's done. (laughs) Um, Sounds that I hate. Um, probably have to be something related to TV. Probably have to be certain TV theme tunes because they always remind me of Sundays and stuff. Last, like last summer, why? That kind of thing, or um, uh, like um, songs of praise and that kind of um, antique roadshow. I'd say that kind of thing. See, I say people eating. Yeah, like my, my wife would be sloppy, just smacky. Yeah, or people who constantly go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. When they kind of yeah, so they suck it, don't they? They kind of suck it in between their teeth. Horrible. Or people that go eh, a lot, which I know I'm aware of probably <laughs> on this, but okay. Uh, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Now, let's be clear on this. Right, you're a graphic designer. Brilliant. So, but it's easier. I think we should sway away from artistic, artistic sort of jobs. Oh, you bastard! Alright, you can have one artistic job and one job that is completely different. I'd love to be a children's book illustrator, full stop. But I would like to, I'd like to try my hand at something food preppy, like uh, like butchery or something like that, or a bakery or something. <laughs> if I can't create, I want to mutilate <laughs> If I can't create, I want to kill. <laughs> I think something with food, I think. Although I suppose it's the same as creating, isn't it? It's still creative, making you know cakes or whatever. Well, not cakes, so bread. I like to be a baker, a bread baker. I think. 
I think if I couldn't be a postman, I'd want to be a paperboy. Really? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, I always wanted to be a film director. Mm. Uh, I'd say I'd always wanted to be a writer, but I kind of dabble with that anyway mm. as a hobby. Same with art. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't really know what. I'm quite lucky in that I'm in the profession I quite enjoy at the moment. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, and number nine. What profession would you not like to do? You can't say graphic design. <laughs> <laughs> um, or anything to do with organising Comic Cons. <laughs> okay, retail swings to mind straight away because we've both done it. And, and it's horrible. It's horrible. But I would one job I'd find it very difficult to do would be my sister's job. Who she um, works in histology in a lab, and she absolutely loves her job, and I couldn't do it. It involves cutting ups and um, biopsies and preparing samples and that kind of thing. And the story she tells me, she thinks it's hilarious. Uh, I would not like to do that. Um, also, wouldn't like to. I suppose I've retail as well. Um, yeah, anything messy like cleaning and stuff, or painting, or like you know, decorating or something like that. See. I have to say retail, I've been done it for 10 years because it comes to something when you want out of your job so badly that you're looking at the job section and thinking, I could dig graves. Mm -hmm. um, I think for me it would be anything that police, doctor, anything that involved... Responsibility. Dealing with things involving children. All right. Which would invariably come in in any of those things. Mm -hmm. I just emotionally, physically couldn't handle it. It's like um, I had a friend who was a 999 operator thing for the police and it's kind of like you know how do you deal with because mm. you don't get closure on a lot of the calls either no of course you don't know so you don't know if that person got away from the person that was pursuing them until you fucking see it in the news or something yeah but it's like you know how would you deal with something involving a child even because sometimes not seeing it's worse than you know actually being there but yeah just anything like that that involved kids yeah going back to mine what the job I'd like to do I didn't, didn't mention some, I totally forgot <laughs> something involving kids <laughs> yeah art teacher let's be an art teacher well our art teacher maker who looks so glamorous he was great yeah sitting in your car in your lunch break going to the tuck shop smoking with his bottles of whiskey around the back different times mm. different times I told you I went back to our school, didn't I? You did, The yeah. art room is like all redecorated, but they've still got the old big wooden drawers with all the paper in. Yeah. Amazing. Right, last question. Okay. If heaven exists, mm -hmm. what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? I am Zoot! <laughs> um, congrats. used Comic Sans. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations! It, congratulations! It's Steak Friday. <laughs> uh, I can't really answer that seriously, because I don't really know. Um, well, I think my serious answer would be: Don't worry, everybody's going to be okay. Yeah. Did you oh no! no. Sleep at the wheel driving that bus. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, you know, life was a, was just a test, not a real fun begins. Nice. 
come on in, everybody's waiting for you. <laughs> Actually, no, no, say that. Well, what would I like God to say? I'd like him to say a Monty Python quote. Something from the Holy Grail. <laughs> All life for Brian. <laughs> I thought the Messiah was really, I'm a very naughty boy. There you go. Well, no, clearly he should look at you and say, naughty zoot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good questions, very random. Either that or just you get there and God's like, Can you believe that shit they're right about me? (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that's those. I've wanted to do that for ages. (laughs) Right, should we carry on with the questions? Inside inside the nose you Yes. Oh shit, no, that's the wrong internet. So you put on Facebook, you post I put it on Facebook and I put it on Twitter, so we'll do the Twitter one first. Why is Gladiator 2 trending? So, at Invisible Master on Twitter asked, at the TBCF19, nobody ever uses the right hashtag, have you noticed? TBCF. It was always hashtag TBCF2019 or 18. Okay. But I'll let it slide. But now we've just used it down to the simple hashtag troops. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Sarah Harris. Uh, at True Believers 2019, will there be any maps? Like where the tables are? Because it, has a, it is at a hotel. No. <laughs> We've um, always done maps, haven't we? we well, we, I, I'm not sure we did it last year, but we definitely did them the years No, because we had a little... We actually went back to having the flyer to hand out. Was that last year? Yeah. Because they were those really nice... No, we did. Ones. No, absolutely. Yes, we did. We've always done maps. Um, We've always had maps dotted around. We will have... There will be some kind table of... Table layer maps. Yeah. All the tables will be in... It's three halls, but they break up into one big hall, don't they? I'll be honest, I never really saw the point of that. Surely half the fun is discovering it for yourself. Yes, I see that. I also see the... I want to get to... the awesome comics table but quick, all... because I want to get this mm. before... But you're going to see them all anyway. Yeah, I suppose it's wanting to be the first or... Mm. Sometimes tables have a, if you're the first one to my table, you'll get a free badge chucked in. Mm. Okay. Which, which I wonder whether they actually just, everybody comes along and is like, congratulations, you are first. Okay, so there's your answer, yes. Yes, there will be maps. Which means more wealth for me. Thank you. What's his name? Uh, Invisible Master. Who's that? Do we know that person? I don't know. They've got a YouTube channel. Thank you, Invisible Master. Uh, yeah, they've got a YouTube channel. They are at Invisible Master on Twitter. Hi. Right, and then on Facebook, uh, Sam Webster. Hi, Sam. Have a question. He just wants to say, have fun. Uh, congratulations on getting married. I was literally about to say, well, congratulations to him and Joe on getting married. Congratulations, Sam and Joe. So ruined it, <laughs> There are lots of Funkos on their table, did you see? I did notice. I've seen some of the wedding pictures. Pretty cool. Um, I mean, to be fair, we weren't invited. But I think it's because he knows deep down that I hate weddings. You so. weren't invited. I think it's because he knows I hate weddings. I was he's doing it to be kind. I was so not invited. I, I appreciate the gesture. Yeah, that's very thoughtful. So. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I've been to two weddings this year. That is way more than I want to go to in a lifetime. So, And I include my wedding in that. <laughs> Do you, you were, hate weddings? You weren't married this year. No, I didn't. No, but I mean, really two weddings me, in a lifetime. Oh, I see. Right, Dan Butcher's question. Hi, Dan. Which is kind of tricky, actually. What do you consider when inviting guests to the con? 
Okay. Boring answer. Logistics, so where they're based. Yeah. Because we don't have sponsorship or anything like that. We purely run on ticket sales, table sales, and previous events. So ticket sales and table sales. Um, which limits how far we can go with regard to flying people over and that sort of thing. I mean, anybody that remembers way back in the early days, we ran before we could walk, should we say? I we, ran. Oh, are we going to talk about this? Well, just a little bit. Yeah. It's it's not a secret that Neil Adams was our big guest for the first True Believers, and then closer to the time, there were demands, shall I, we say, I, that yeah. were not... But made, he, we re- were not made aware of. He really was going to come, though, wasn't he? This was all legitimate. And no, that sounds worse now. <laughs> he really was going to come, <laughs> no. especially as you're winking. <laughs> no, I, I mean, you know, it, you know, he was really up for it, and we were contacted him and everything, and you know, yeah, were, it was a really, it was a weird thing. It's there like, were plans I, in place. I invited him about two o'clock in the morning. I've been listening to a podcast and just like slightly delirious, and was like, he will never fucking, he'll just reply to go fuck off, you crazy twat. Yeah, and uh, he was actually up for it. But then things happened. Was it London Comic Con? Yeah, that's it. They then announced him as a guest a month later, which kind of stole Arthur. Mm. <laughs> and then, like I say, there were just things we weren't. Let's say there were things we weren't made aware of that he required that he did not make us aware of near the beginning. And that is on me as well because I didn't specifically get down to the nitty gritty because my naivety. Um, but I think it worked better for the event in it in the end because I think it was less focused on one person which isn't what we never wanted it to be mm. we always wanted it to be an everybody event not just a ooh this one person and these people um, but yeah so logistics time of year also plays into logistics because there are certain times of year when parts of America are hit really badly with shitty weather and to have sunk 10 grand into flying somebody over for them not to be able to make it um, there are guests we'd love to get from America, but it's more for my own amusement than necessarily they have enough of a following over here to justify it. So I'd love to bring Shannon Wheeler over, but I don't know how much too much how many too much coffee man mm. fans there are over here, unfortunately. Um, one day I would do it, like the last ever True Believers, and when we just have a fucking massive blowout and just get people we want there. Um, the other thing is availability. A lot of people that are tied to Marvel and DC need clearance from Marvel or DC to come. Because mm. we've looked into that before. Um, and then it's just we invite back the people we like who like us. Mm. Nice people. Because, you know, it's like our yearly reunion kind of thing. Mm. Um, like the awesome pod boys we've invited the last couple of years. Uh, they've been really good at supporting the show. Um, a lot of people like to come and see them. And, you know, we can't afford to bribe them. So Absolutely. We give them free shit. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then it's people suggest guests that we look at and try and get. Um, we sit down, we look at other cons, see who they've had. Maybe look into it that way. We try not to have the same guests that like Leminton or Sice or somebody like that is I mean it's unavoidable with certain people mm. it's like you can pretty much as long as they're happy to come we'll have Mike Dylan Jack and all those at our events 
Um, we had to skip, strip back on some of the regulars this year, unfortunately, because we didn't have enough space. And it's trying to keep the event looking fresh to people, which we're not as concerned about that because we've always seen it as true believers as a family. Um, but yeah, um, and then cost is another factor. Some guests want money to appear. Some guests are happy to do it for what they make for a free table or hotel and what they make on the day, um, which is a factor. And yeah, so it's a combination of things for me. Uh, what about you? you? Do you give it much thought? Could you just let me do it? Well, you do it, mate. You're the one who's in charge of all that. I generally fire ideas by you, don't I? Yeah, and I, I sometimes give you suggestions of people that I follow or I'd really like to meet, purely for selfish reasons, because I really want to meet them. I think to a certain degree you've got to be selfish. Yeah. You've got to look you can't, there's no point in you um, inviting somebody you've just got no interest in yourself, do you know what I mean? Or you don't like yourself. Well, there's that, and there's no guarantee that you could get invite the hottest artist, or who you consider to be a really hot artist at the moment, mm-hmm. and nobody gives a fuck about him. Yeah. Who would be, okay, if money was no no problem, who would be your ultimate fantasy guest? One person. Oh, one person, see, because my ultimate fantasy guest would be your awesome podcast, boys. We could never get them. No. Uh, would be the team that worked on Superman in the 90s. Mm. So Mike Carlin, Jerry Ordway, Louis Simonson. Um, Dan Jurgens, Brett Breeding, all those ones. That would be my ultimate guests. Mm. Uh, if I had to pick one... I mean, it'd be cool to have, like, Jim Lee there, but you could never afford him. Yeah, none is an option. None is an option. Would you do... Okay, all right, let me change this, then. Not that you think would make an, uh, make people come through the doors as such as you would really want to... Terry Moore. There you go. Good answer. And Terry Moore was somebody we contacted early on. Mm. And in all fairness to him, was the one person that came back and said, I would love to do it, but I don't think it's financially viable for me or you mm. at the moment, kind of thing. And I think it takes a lot for somebody to come back with that rather than just kind of like, no, little fellow. <laughs> I am out of your price range. Yeah. You are beneath mine. Um, but yeah, what about you? Money, no object. Um, I think it could be, as a couple of shapes of um, Jake Parker. Nice. who's an American illustrator who I'm a massive fan of. Um, randomly. Randomly? What did he draw? <laughs> he died into the crow, I think. Ah. Um, randomly, possibly um, Todd McFarlane. That's cool. I Todd McFarlane's one of those ones I'm not a massive fan of his art. But I really love watching his videos. Oh yeah, his videos are great, and he just seems so laid back as well. And I, yeah, I really like seeing yeah. him interviewed in that. He gets a lot of shit sometimes over the image thing, and yeah, the Rob Liefeld fans seem to turn on Tom McFarlane because you know he had the audacity to want to see pages handed in on time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think that would probably be. Um, there's some other you know artists I like as well. I mean, um, I met Ian McHugh at. Fort Bubble, who's amazing, he's an artist I follow. Because you've met, you've been to MCMs and that sort of thing, haven't you? Yes. So you've met some big artists. I mean, I met Jim Lee at Bristol before Jim Lee was, it was just on that cusp of Jim Lee, it was Batman Hush Jim mm. Lee. 
Um, and that was pretty cool, and he was nice, but I didn't. I wasn't allowed to queue to get a picture, so which would have been like four hours. Which I wish I had done now because I've seen the amount of charges. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I. I'm not fussed about Frank Miller. I wouldn't really want to meet Frank Miller. Um, so that didn't appeal to me at MCM. Brian Zello would have been quite cool to see. Um, Jeff Smith. Yeah, Jeff Smith. That would be very cool, actually. Mm. Bone for people who... Casuals. Glenn Keane, the Disney animator. Yeah. Is he alive? I don't know. I think he is. Let's say he is. I think so. Which probably killed him, because that's what you did to Bob Hope. You that's true, him. yeah. Loved that, yeah. John Byrne. I know he's meant to be a cranky bastard, but I'd mm. like to meet John Byrne, because he cre- laid the groundwork for my Superman. Okay. So that would be cool. But I don't think he does cons anymore. Uh, there's a few. I'd like to meet Dave Gibbons, which I could probably do if I went to some post events. Yeah. I've emailed Dave Gibbons because the Dirt Max book that didn't happen that I'm hoping to get happening again once True Believers is out of the way because real life and all that shit. Mm. Um, I'd emailed him about that because he was involved. So I've, I've had email correspondence with him. I've briefly met Jock. Very briefly. Jock, sorry. Jock's one. I, I think Jock and Sean Phillips are two I invite mm. every year and they never reply. Mm. I'd probably go straight to their spam folder now. But, but yeah, no, so basically guests, it's people who say yes. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and they're nice people. Um, to be fair, I don't think we've ever had any guests that haven't been, no. certainly to our face haven't been. We haven't at all. They've been fantastic. Working the day, they've been nothing but absolutely lovely. Because the hardest thing is always when you can't invite him back the next year because you do need to it's not a personal thing you do need to keep the event mm. fresh do you know I don't know if it's controversial to say but yeah you're right I mean all the actual big names that we've met have been absolutely lovely but it's the it's the traders that sometimes we have trouble with isn't it if we ever have trouble it if we ever have a, trouble yeah it and would be a trader it's not the comic folk generally no it isn't absolutely not you know but no absolutely not um but yeah, and a couple. Hey, even the, the, all the small press, I can't think of a single small press artist that's ever given us any chip either. Uh, Vince Hunt's a bit. Um, he, I mean, you, well, have to, you have to give him everything he wants, but he's, 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 he's a, lovely. He's he a complete Vince Hunt, isn't he? Oh, yes, I mean. You did that this time. <laughs> Hi, Vince. <laughs> <laughs> Loving your work, mate. Um, yeah, no, it's. Like I say, it's just. We want the event to be fun for us to do because the minute it's not fun for us to do is the minute we start seriously considering not doing it anymore yeah so it's important getting people and you can kind of get a gist from people from the email correspondence as to whether they're going to be difficult or not mm. and um we usually all go out for a meal the night before which is always a massive perk a massive highlight it was it was a bit of a clusterfuck this last year because people arrived at different times so we ended up having two separate meals and we and couldn't book a table could we no, because they were real wankers about it. Yeah. And then they got a bit funny about it, but we don't need to worry about this to you because it's all in the hotel. Mm. Okay, we had a question from Maro. 
Uh, how important does someone need to be for you to assassinate them instead of just murdering them? <laughs> Basically, are you going to have me assassinated or murdered? You're not definitely not famous enough to be assassinated. I don't know. If you pay somebody to to have somebody murdered, is that immediately an assassination? Is an assassination a paid I, murder? I guess it would be. Well, it would be, wouldn't it? Because it's like if you had sex with your wife and then gave her some money, that she'd be a prostitute. Exactly. So, I think once you add a monetary value to something, it becomes a business transaction. Yeah. How about if not they... to imply that that. <laughs> How about if your wife wants money off you but still doesn't have sex with you? That's just marriage. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> that joke was brought to you from the 1970s. <laughs> um, but I suppose... Our female also, demographic just dropped. Also, yeah, so it is assassination if you're killed by a professional as opposed to... Because if you kill and don't get paid for it, you're a murderer. If you kill and get paid for it, you're an assassin. Well, this is the whole thing about what's the difference between a mass murderer and a serial killer. Oh, yeah, okay. It's, it's a whole ethical debate. Sam Webster did reply with, a murderer is an amateur, an assassin gets paid. That's what I said. I just said that, Sam. Sam, I just said that. Uh, then Mara replied, thanks. What about if someone asks you to do it for free? In which Sam said, we call those people idiots. Yeah, I mean, they'd be like asking an artist if they were doing something for free, do you know what I mean? But, <laughs> it's that whole thing of debate again, you know, but all you do is draw, you draw for fun. Drawing's easy, but murder's <laughs> easy! <laughs> I'll do you a freebie, all you do is stabbing somebody. So, yes, uh, how important does someone have to be, uh, need to be for you to assassinate them? Well, I'd have to get paid to be able to assassinate them, otherwise yeah. it would just be murder. So they've got to be famous enough for you wanting to spend money on them? Actually, no, not famous at all, because it could be your wife. I don't think I could murder somebody. I think once they got that dying look in their eyes, I... If you've got that dying look in their eyes, then you've already murdered them. It's too late. Well, no, because you get that thing just before they die, where it's like everything drops from the face and they just look innocent again. How, how do you know? Just from watching films. <laughs> I watch a lot of snuff videos. I to say, are you watching snuff? Right, I've got a question for us. Okay. Um, bear with me. I've got to work on my phone. But I actually have... We have we have a caller. Uh-oh. We actually do have a caller. Um, hang on. Please, please hold. So, I have a voice message question for us. I have not answer. heard this, and I'm worried. He hasn't heard this. And uh, be worried. <laughs> actually, no, it's really random. Right, okay. This one is for Misty, Mr. Tony Esmond from the Awesome it's Podcast. It's for him. It's from him. Sorry, Tony. It's from Tony Esmond. To both of us? It's for both of us. To and the question is... I have a question for you. Um, I wondered if you'd seen any of these movies. Leprechaun. Leprechaun 2. Leprechaun 3. Leprechaun 4 in space. Or Leprechaun 5 in the hood. Thank you... Uh, thank you, Tony. So essentially, we've got no love for the Leprechaun film that didn't have Warwick Davis in it, but had that WWE wrestler. Which one was that? What? The one that didn't have Warwick Davis in it. Oh, okay. Um, this was also followed by a photograph that Tony sent to me of um, his, movie, his night tonight. Ah, cool. He's watching the Leprechaun film. He's, I think he is, yeah. <laughs> that is lucky. Uh, I have... 
I don't know if I've actually... I think I've seen one of the leprechauns, but I couldn't tell you which one. I know it's not in the hood. I've seen bits of leprechaun in the hood. Yeah, he, where are Davis in the hood? In in hood. He's in all of those ones that Tony mentioned. Is he? He's the leprechaun. Oh, got ya. Oh, I see. Did you see that coming? He's not the Ewok. Um, yeah, it's one of those things that I think I've seen a couple of them as a teenager, but I couldn't tell you which ones they were. So i probably safer to just say no, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, no is the answer. That's only, I've never seen any of them. Like I said, I've seen bits of In the Hood because they did an awesome How Did This Get Made episode on it. Mm. Uh, let's, is it Leprechaun Origins or something like that? I don't know. And I've obviously seen the Wayne's World thing. I'm the Leprechaun. <laughs> yes, Leprechaun Origins. Which I know Warwick Davis wasn't happy about because he didn't even ask him to be in it. It's a WWE film. Oh, really? Because it's got... Where is he? Where is he? Fucking you faster, you bastard. But what, Wrestler Dwarf? Uh, Hornswoggle. Uh, oh, wow. That little fella there. Oh, that sounded really fucking bad. <laughs> it was really Sorry. racist. Bloody hell, mate. <laughs> I don't think it was racist. <laughs> as long as you didn't go to be sure at the end of it. <laughs> to be sure it didn't. <laughs> Hey, I'm an eighth Irish, I can do it. Well, at least an eighth of it. <laughs> yeah. Dylan Postle. Mm. Hornswoggle. I was born in 86, that makes me feel old. No, I've never seen a single Liverpool movie. I haven't, I've also never seen a Critters movie. Uh, oh, I definitely have. I've oh, seen at least the first Maybe one. I've seen a Critters and not a Leprechaun movie. Mm. As I put in this week's Troops Mailer, I have a very low threshold for horror films. I only really watched them as a teenager because everybody else was watching them. Yeah. I buckled under pressure. What a load of crap, anyway. What, horror films? Mm. I'm not a massive horror film fan. I love not. Halloween. And I've watched Halloween 2. I realised the other day, I've seen Halloween 5, but never 4. Which one's 4? The Return of Mike Myers. Which 5 follows directly on. So right. fuck knows how I did that without knowing. I and then think I've seen... Mm. I never saw Six. I saw H2O. I went to the cinema to watch that. I've seen Resurrection, but I wish I hadn't. I've seen Rob Zombie's remake. I didn't bother with two because I hated Rob Zombie's remake. <laughs> and I haven't seen the new one yet. Which mm. is supposed to be very good. I really want to see it, but I kind of don't like watching horror films with an audience. Mm. Partly because I think I've always built it in my mind that it's like those adverts they show when they show you how scary it is and it's and you got like the night vision footage of people going Aah! yeah but then you know that Billy movie is going to be terrible if that's all they that's in their trailer no, that's, that's why I didn't watch Paranormal Activity for fuck knows how long because it was mm. just I hate those adverts where it's they do it with horror films the talking heads the audience reaction oh. and then the ones where it's the people like stood in front of the poster like yeah. oh it's my film of the year it's like my dad loved it fuck off there's a joke in 30 Rock isn't there when um, he gets, I was so drunk. I, I did a talking head for whatever it was because I hadn't even seen it. <laughs> I'd, I'd have so much more respect for him if it was like Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. I loved it. It's my film of the year. Uh, we all loved it. It was the best girls' night out. And then just one bloke being like, it was fucking shit. <laughs> but like when they did that, they mocked up that poster of all the negative reviews for that Jason Lee movie, Stealing Harvard. Right. <laughs> they just put all the negative quotes on it. 
<laughs> like Hollywood already has Pullman, Jason Lee. I think it might have been Kevin Smith lot knocked it together to take the piss. <laughs> but yeah, so yes, no, sorry, Tony, I've not seen any Leprechauns. Nope. I have seen the film April Fool's Day. Okay. Uh, we've both seen Slave Girls from Beyond Infinity. Oh yeah. Um, I always preferred creepy horror. Let's do a little bit on horror because it was Halloween yesterday. Okay. Um, yeah, I've always preferred creepy horror to gory horror. I find gory, yeah, gory horror a bit of like slash slash and all that a bit dull. A bit. I, I watched the first Saw and I was like, yeah, that was a really interesting, clever yeah. little idea. They don't ever need to make. Oh no, there's eight more. Yeah. Um, I, I really like the first one. And the Saw movie is actually, I mean, what what they call that? Horror porn, not horror porn. Torture porn. Torture porn, yeah. Um, Hostel movies can fuck off. not seen them. They're not. Yeah. The problem with, it's actually in one of the Halloween documentaries, the problem for horror films of like that teenage slasher thing is that it became less about the characters. With Halloween, you've got defined characters you feel for the victims. Hmm. And with Nightmare on Elm Street, you had defined characters. The first one, I mean. You had defined characters that you felt for. And even the third and arguably fourth one. But it became more about, I've got this idea for a kill. Let's create a character that we can put into it. Mm. So it's like we need Freddy to suck the oxygen out of somebody. Let's have an asthmatic girl. Nothing more to a character than that. And there was a character, yeah, there was a character in a wheelchair in the third one, the third Nightmare on Elm Street. So yep. they turned him into a puppet, didn't they? Yes. The third one's really good. Dream Warriors. The fifth one's where they had the one who's a comic thing. So, and that was actually a really good sequence. Because I'd just gotten into comics at that time oh, as well. Oh, yeah. He was a comic nerd. So they get yeah, and then Freddy just slashes... He, he turns to paper and Freddy slashes him up with his fingers. Okay. But yeah, so I used to like the Nightmare on Elm Street films. But mainly they were less scary. They were more funny. The first Nightmare on Elm Street scared the shit out of me. The yeah. first Halloween film scared the shit out of me. Um, but yeah, I always... Pref- they were all creepier rather than... Goria. Yeah. Uh, did you know? I like The Exorcist. I love Exorcist 3. Going back to Nightmare on Elm Street, did you know that um, Jeff, uh, that um, Fresh, Dreddy Jeff and the Fresh, Fresh Prince. Yes, did it's a on song. Their greatest hits. Yeah, did a Will song Smith's called it's a, uh, a Nightmare on My Street or something yeah. it's called. It's terrible. But it's got that. Do, do, That's it, yeah. That I always think is going to go into This Is Your Life. <laughs> do. <laughs> da, da, da. I heard it randomly today. Randomly. Jack loves it. Oh my god, it's a terrible song. Right, Jack, who cries at the eve of war, I bought the soundtrack to the new Halloween. Mm. It's an awesome score by John Carpenter. He loves that tune. He's like, why is this tune so good? I was like, this tune used to creep me the fuck out as a kid. Did he like the Jaws theme as well? Never played it to him, actually. But he's never seen Jaws, so he's got nothing to... But yeah, but it's still very tense. I do, that's a very good question. Is the Jaws theme tense because it puts it puts the images into your head? Same but with, it's like it's like with Halloween. Is Halloween the music to the Halloween theme? Did I find that so creepy because I associated it with Michael Myers? Yeah. Or is it just a creepy piece of music? Because I again repeating what I put in the mailer in my hastily thrown together little bit about Halloween is that that was one of those films where you can't help but fight the urge to check behind the shower curtain when mm. you go into the bathroom. It's the fact he's a silent killer or walking along a street at night, you can't help but think, how creepy would it be if he was just stood at the end of that alley over there? Don't look, don't yeah. look, don't look. If he, was, if he was like in the washing line or something. 
but although that has kind of been undermined by the honest trailer where they put on Looney Tune sound effects when he disappears. It's <laughs> <laughs> <He's> like whoop. <laughs> But yeah, so horror. People who love horror, more power to them. It's not my way of relaxing. Mm. I'd rather watch a lovely rom-com. What did you, do you remember? It was all the rage at the time. Do you remember Cabin in the Woods? Yes, that was, a, that was quite fun. Now, Cabin in the Woods is yes, that's the one with Chris Hemsworth. Oh, sorry. Yeah, and I think doesn't he die because of a moose head or there's something to no, a moose head in it? Tries to leap the canyon on the motorbike but there's the force field around it so he just splats into it oh no I remember something about a moose head I can't remember I just remember the thing where the guy's making the call about like the serious thing it's like you got me on speakerphone it's really disrespectful <laughs> yeah and I thought when they um, that's it, when they're betting what monster they'd release next they've got yeah. the big four yeah. it was very Joss Whedon-y it was just, just it was Joss I know but it yeah, was yeah. it was a Joss Whedon film and it was very Joss whedon mm. Um, not that he directed it, it was Drew Goddard, wasn't it? I don't know. Um, but yeah, um, I like that. I like funny horror. I like Evil Dead too. I've never seen them. Never seen any of the Evil Dead. Army of Darkness, I absolutely love, but that's just wonderfully fucking stupid. Mm. Um, Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead, I like, despite no, uh, uh, no, yeah, I, I love it. One of my favourites. I like Hot Fuzz as well, despite yep. that being the film that cemented my peg mm. issues. Peg issues. <laughs> uh, not even subtle about it. <laughs> He's a prick. Uh, do we have to Pam Rose that? <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So Gremlins. Is that, what do we, that, was that a Gremlins, horror? I used to love Gremlins, but the bit that used to freak me out is when the teacher dies in the classroom yeah. with a projector. Yeah. Where we get injected. I can't remember. I remember him. Like getting his arm bitten off in a cage or something. Yeah. Mm. Um, that used to freak me out. Yum, yum. But yeah. Um, no, I can't think of. I like the Scream films, or at least the first two. Yeah. Three and four. But that's more that period of time, as much as the Scream soundtrack was on heavy rotation for me at one point. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I rarely go back to horror films, I must admit. Uh, like I say, Exorcist and Exorcist 3 I really like. I was obsessed with Exorcist 3 for a long time. In that way I get obsessed with films. Um, do you consider like the Hannibal Lecter films horror? Yeah. I always thought they are more thrillers. Um, that's a good question, actually. Um, what defines a horror movie? Well, it was always classed as a horror, wasn't it? Because it's always held up as the first horror film to win an Oscar, Best Picture Oscar. Hmm. Uh, and it is horrific. Yeah, but not the Hannibal Lecter. Le- oh, apart from the bit where he's wearing that guy's face. Where he escapes from the prison, yeah. Yeah, but it's more, for me, it's more Buffalo Bill. That's the freaky bit. You look about a size 16. Yeah. Is it 16 or 14? Can't remember. It rubs the lotion on the skin or else it gets the hose again. See, Manhunter was always my favourite, which I discovered off the back of Silence of the Lambs. Which was the one, the one bit that I've only seen this film once, but I can't even remember what film it is. It's one of the Hannibal Lecter films. The bit where at the end he's drugged the cop and he's taken the top of his head off. Hannibal. Is it Hannibal? And he's feeding him he's bits of his brain. Yeah. That that really 
Yeah, it sticks in my mind, that does. Literally. It sticks in my mind because I'd eaten a big jagged bag of jelly babies while we were walking. <laughs> and we got to that bit, I was like, uh, I've never felt so sick in all my life. Oh, Ooh, another jelly baby. And the way he's describing it to him, yeah. he's frying it in butter. The oh, lining of the brain. It smells delicious. Yeah. Rayleigh Otter. Oh, it was Rayleigh Otter as well. Shit me. But yeah, that's our brief foray into horror films. Okay. Well, I don't really have much more to add. Is there any more questions? There are. Go on. Uh, another one from Marrow. Uh, what happens if your bathroom sink is situated directly on the equator? Uh, does the water go straight down the plug hole as opposed to clockwise, anti-clockwise? It kind of parts. It may, perhaps it's like crossing the streams from Ghostbusters. Could be. I know if you flush the toilet at the same time, it opens a hell mouth. Yeah, it would do. Uh I have no answer on that. I've never given sinks that much thought apart from if those kids don't stop fucking diluting their toothpaste before they gob it out, this sink is going to fucking flood. Uh, Rebecca Weston has posted a gift from 10 Things I Hate For You of, I know you can be overwhelmed and you can be underwhelmed, but can you ever just be whelmed? To which the answer in the film is, I think you can in Europe. I've always wondered, the word awesome, right? So if you've got or... If you've got some awe, you're awesome. But if you're full of awe, you're awful. I've always wondered what awe means. And if you have honour, honour. Honour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I refer you back to 10 Things I Hate About You in answer to that question. I've met a lot of people who've been underwhelmed by me. <laughs> <laughs> Steve yeah. Sims. Oh, hi, Steve. Steve. Steve's. <laughs> Steve's. Just bastardised his name. Uh, of all the many incarnations of the Ninja Turtles, which is your favourite and which is your least favourite and why? Oh. Good question. It is a very good question. My nostalgic... Least favourite was Battletoads. <laughs> least favourite is easy. It's either the new incarnation... I just cannot get on with. Yeah, is that what I you mean? The, the I hate the designs. I hate the Teen Titans go rip off thing they've gone for. Or, oh right, okay. Or the next mutation, which was the budgeted Power Rangers type series. Mm. But I've not seen enough of that series to know whether the stories are good, and it's just the costumes that are shonky and the female Ninja Turtle. Mm. They had a sister all along. Uh, uh, my favorite, the child in me wants to say. The original cartoon. Yeah. Um, the logical one in me, story-wise, the way they've sort of brought everything together into one neat ball, the IDW comic series at the moment is doing a really nice job of integrating all the elements. And that last Nickelodeon series, the computer-animated one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did a really nice job. Um, I think I'll always have a soft spot for the first movie. Hmm. That would be mine. Because I've got so many memories. I was mad on Turtles when it first came it out. It wasn't. Uh, what, we, we, we were at, I was 1990, at, so it was... I was junior, last junior, year of junior Last school. year junior's first year of senior school. And I remember that was a, I watched that film. I was desperate to see that film, and I watched it. Uh, I was. I tried to get somebody who was going to America to bring back an American VHS of it, because I knew it was out there on VHS already. Mm. When you go to Amazon... Or eBay or something. Didn't exist then. <laughs> wow. Um, but I remember Turtles being the last film that I saw at the Regal in Gl- Cinema in Gloucester. Oh, you've got to go to the cinema and watch 
watching. I did. I had to wait for it to come on telly. And I think I had the day off school for it as well to see it. And I can't remember why either. I don't think. I think I went to the doctors or went to the dentist, and then I went in the afternoon because I know I saw it and I was. I felt really naughty because I hadn't seen it. At the I think the problem time. for me was by the time I got to see it, or by the time it came out on video, I was sort of getting past my turtles phase. Mm. So it wasn't as important to me. Um, and for a long time, I liked the second film more than the first one because that's the one I had access to. Secret of the Use? Yeah, which I love the first one. Mm. The first one is infinitely better than the second one. But like I say, it was more that I just had easy access to the second one because I taped it off of Sky Movies. Oh, right. Um, but yeah, and then the third one isn't great. I quite liked that TMNT film that they did, the CGI one in 2004. That was, uh, 2004. Was that the... It was the one that was just called TMNT. I don't know if it's the one I'm thinking of. It was a loose follow-on of the live-action films. Uh, is that the one where Raphael rode the motorbike? Yes. Is that 2004? Yes. That was a great film. I didn't realise it was that long ago. Yeah. But yeah. It had a... Captain America was Casey Jones. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Blimey. So I like that. I wasn't... I didn't like the first Michael Bay one. Not that he directed it. I quite liked the second one. I thought they were moving in the right direction for the second one. But then... Bebop and Study were very good. I think the problem with the second one was that everybody was so burned by the first one that they didn't bother with it. And it was actually alright. Mm. I mean, it was on a masterpiece. It was nowhere near up with the 1991. There's something about that 1991 is that you are seeing physical living turtles. Mm. I know they're guys in suits, and I know if you look closely, you can see their faces in the mouths yeah. on certain shots. Mm. But but yeah, so I think for me, blasphemy as it may be, my favourite incarnation is the IDW most recent Nickelodeon series before the current one. Uh, the last few of that, where they did Tales of the Ninja Turtles, was mm. superb. When they did the Usagi Ojimbo one, then they did like a Mad Max one. It's like a mutagen bomb went off and killed everybody, and now it's just like a desert wasteland. Oh. And it's Raph with a robot Donny. <laughs> robot Donny. Driving uh, a turtle tank across the desert. When you say robot Donny, do you mean Knucklehead? Is it Knucklehead Metalhead. the robot? Metalhead. Metalhead. It's not. It is a robot version of Donnie. Because didn't Donnie die at one point and then become Mowerhead? There was a... Yeah, in the IDW comics. I don't know whether it was in any before because my comics history on some turtle stuff is patchy. Um, they killed Donnie, which then that issue became a flipper's dream. Mm. They were buying it and people were buying it. And then, briefly, his conscience was put in Metalhead and then his body was fixed. He didn't actually die. Uh. And his brain went back into his physical body. And everybody who'd spent like 100 quid on a copy of that issue of Ninja Turtles where he died were kind of like, for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. And those of us who knew better were like, twats. Uh, so yes, so what's your definitive Ninja Turtles? The movie, 1990. Yeah, for me it is. That was absolutely that one. 100% down with that. And I hated the, the Michael Bay ones. Uh, the, 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 as, as characters, Yeah, the Michael Bay first one. I didn't like the characters at all. I really liked the 2003 Turtles reboot they did as well. That was quite nice. I've just never been able to see all of it because it's not available as a complete series. Um, but yeah, so that is that. And then Steve Sims asked another question. Go on. Uh, 
Of all the indie books you've seen over the past troops, choose one to make into a movie, one to make into a board game, and one to make into a sideshow-style character statue. And then he's put in brackets, taking for granted that the Battle Badgers, mo- ba- Battle Badgers movie game toy line are already all hot shit. Of course. <laughs> Um, there are tons of wicked things worthy out there, but I'd love to see Mulp animated movie, Cockney Kung Fu tabletop game, and a samurai slasher sideshow statue. Okay, I ooh movie. I'm trying to think of ones I've read. Easy. The Rabbit. John Carter. One of his adrift. John Tucker. John Tucker. Did I say John Carter? Sorry, I meant John Tucker. John Tucker of Mars. <laughs> John Tucker must die. <laughs> John, yeah, John Tucker um, adrift. Adrift would make a little short. <laughs> Especially for that one little, page. Yeah, a little uh, Pixar. <laughs> Pixar animation before the main thing. Uh, the Rabbit. Um, Rachel Smith's Rachel the Smith's Rabbit. Rachel Smith's Rabbit is lovely. Would yeah. be a, an interesting animated film. Um... I'm trying to think of ones I've read. This is terrible. I'd love to see something done with Gateway City. Mm. Uh, Russell Olsen's comic. <coughs> um, okay, I, I'm going to I'm going to go for statue. I'm going to go for Periwinkle. Nice. Hi, Susie. And, uh, Red Master and Mars would be a cool statue. Mm. You could have the short he did for. Tales from Beyond Infinity, where he had all the little crittery type things. Mm. Just him atop a mound of them, like slowly taking over him and he's shooting his way out. That'd look awesome. <laughs> That'd yeah, be an awesome statue. Cool. Vince, you know what to do. Uh, tabletop game. I've always been surprised it's not. Um, well, it's kind of indie, but I was always surprised Bone wasn't turned into a tabletop game. Yeah, that's true. That would work really well as a tabletop game. Mm. Uh, but we've never had bone at troops. I know we've never had bone at troops, but I'm just saying. Like the thing from troops. One of Daryl Thorpe's ones would be an interesting tabletop game. I don't know how you'd get it into a structured game that makes sense. Uh, Legend of Mariposa. James Lawrence's one about the Mexican wrestler. Oh, okay, Mexican yeah, wrestler. of course, yeah, of course. That'd be an awesome tabletop game. Mm. So I should write these down because we should show notes. Uh, so, right, what did we have? We had so film, the rabbit, yeah, and the drift. A drift. Uh, TT game. Would be. Uh, Please amuse yourselves notes. as this is going on because he's making notes. This is really Marcosa. making very good podcasts. Makes an excellent podcast. Uh, what else did we say for that? What did you say? Did for I what? Tabletop games. Game? I did you say one? Really tabletop games. Cool. Uh, and then statue. Statue. I said red mask. Yeah. You said. Periwinkle. Periwinkle. Sheep and Wolves would make an interesting yeah, it would. series. 
don't know if you could do it as a film, but it'd make a cool like animated series. Uh, yeah. So I think we've definitively answered that, haven't we? I think so. That'll do. That'll do. And that was it for our questions. No, why does it burn when I pee questions? I was quite surprised. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially given the barrage of ones I sent last time, the awesome pod asked for questions. Because I threw in things like, if you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be? <laughs> I find it's a good icebreaker question. Do you know there's actually a tree that the sap smells exactly like semen? Are you sure people haven't just been spunking on a tree? No, it's very true. Um, we ordered a load of trees for a certain site and then found out that they were smell of semen. <laughs> it's completely true, I promise. You remember that weird kids thing, the singing ringing tree? Oh, what? What's that? Did you never see it? I think I'm sure it was on like BBC One or BBC Two. It's like a really creepy thing. Singing ringing tree. That, that wasn't um, Greenfingers, because he had a tree that no, it was. A, I think it was like a dubbed foreign thing. Oh. Um. Mark Cousins talks about it a lot. Okay. But yeah, the singing ringing tree. I've just got like you know, a sankin wanking tree. <laughs> <laughs> the rocking fucking tree. Oi, darling, come over here. <laughs> Sniff this. Just was a seaman. Does this handkerchief smell of chloroform? Give <laughs> me a spot on my sap. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Right. That is it for the questions. Uh, I believe you had something you wanted to talk about. Oh, is it time already? Yeah, okay. Oh shit, we're out of time. <laughs> um, so, a uh, regular listener of this podcast. <laughs> um <laughs> we'll know that you've been building up to your sex change operation I have been yeah I'm now Andrea <laughs> I was thinking you'd be Andrea well. <laughs> um, I mentioned a couple of times about the comic book I've been working on since May and um, I've always been as opposed to the one I've been working on since Friday <laughs> <laughs> probably the more on it um, so it's my first proper full comic book that I've really worked on and um, I was approached by uh, Aaron Rackley uh, from True Believers fame True Believers fame? Little Heroes fame, we're from True Believers fame sorry, from Little infamy. Heroes True Believers infamy, infamy yeah. sorry, um, Little Heroes fame the, chari- the, the, the children's cancer charity um, cancer charity, it's a no, it isn't. You're quite right there. They they produce um, boxes of activities for kids who they send to hospitals. Creating packs. Creating packs, yeah. Comet-based creative packs for kids, which is an amazing idea. And anyway, I was approached, and um, what it was, I'll say the whole whole story. Let's go all the way back. Uh, it was actually Susie Gander who um, put my name forward because he wanted somebody. He had an idea. Uh, he had a script written by Tony Esmond from Awesome Podcast. And uh, he had this. Uh, he came up with this script that the main character was a little robot. So Susie um, uh, happened to see one of my drawings. Of, I draw robots every so often, 
and mm. I do very so often and then um, kind of tagged Darren into it and said oh what about this robot here and um, and Aaron messaged me to mention to say that he was looking for an artist. Would I like to come up with my version of his character? But he couldn't find one. So. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> bastard. Stuart would like to apologise. <laughs> Just do all, leave all your apologies to the end, all right? <laughs> um, so uh, I, I came up with an idea of uh, this character, and they liked it. And then they asked me to do a one page of just a sample page of a comic strip because I did state that I've never really done a full comic before. I've done strips for a comic. And they came back and they liked that. And then I was asked to come on board as the artist. They'd make excellent drug dealers. They really would. They yeah. give you a little taste. <laughs> exactly. They got you to give a little bit more. Before um, you know it, you're in a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it was literally, it was the day after we did the Cardiff Comic Con, which was the day I was given it completely. Um, so that was when was that? Was that May? I think it was more uh, yeah, than June. May, yeah. So it was May. So I've been working on it ever since. And um, the I reason finally finished a page. Yeah, finally finished it. <laughs> well, it, it, the reason we're talking about it now is because we're about to launch Kickstarter. Uh, I'm not quite sure if it's tonight or tomorrow, but uh, Aaron will be launching Kickstarter, and. Um, it's all really exciting. I'm I'm about eighty percent, maybe seventy five, eighty percent through the through the artwork at the moment. And I know Stuart has not seen it yet, so let me show you as I'm talking about it, and then you can comment on the. Then I need to buy it. Yes. Um, <laughs> but it's hours and hours and hours and hours of work. I'm literally working like until two o'clock every bloody morning, and it's I am burning myself out. I admit that. You ask my wife. I am burning myself out. But I it doesn't make it. me feel any less guilty about the jobs list that's going to drop as <laughs> soon as you're done. But uh, I'm absolutely loving it, and I have been loving it, and um, I'm putting all my effort I can into it. Just go that way. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, there's, there's a couple of pages not finished on the end of that. Um, but yeah, really enjoying it, and um, I think it's for a great cause. And so we're doing a Kickstarter. Uh, I've got my two cents in as well. I'm doing one of the Kickstarter uh, uh, goal and uh, one of the what are they called them? Not stretch goals. What are they call them for um, rewards. You, rewards, yeah. Uh, if you spend a certain amount, I will give you an original sketch of our robot character and um, on a lay five card. If you do guest pinups, can I do a guest pinup? Because I've always wanted to be a guest. Pin-up. Nobody <laughs> ever asked me. Um, uh, you're after Nicely swerved. Yeah, Nicely swerved. You have to ask Aaron. Aaron's a boss. Um, uh, so if he wants to come to True Believer, <laughs> um, and so yeah, uh, there you go. And um, nice. I've been working so hard, really hard. No, we're all been working really hard. We're, we're, we're constantly texting each other, the three of us, with ideas. And I've been asking for advice and sending them pieces of pages as they've been coming along and everything. And it's been great. There's some really random stuff in it. I've been have, really having a fun time just coming up with all random little little hidden things in there. Um, like, I don't, I'll just show you, I don't know if you can notice the um, Thumper Tower. <laughs> nice. A real random stuff in it. Um, the, this page here, for instance, you've got... Nice, flux capacitor. And then you've got... Oh, that's very cool. You know, real random little sh- things. And yeah, I, I really love it. I've got to the stage where I'm at work and all I can think of is coming and working on it. So please, one, where I'm going with this is... Give us your fucking money. Yeah, that one. Uh, <laughs> um, get on the Kickstarter. And uh, we don't really... We're not asking for a huge amount either. I think, I believe, 
the the aim we're going for is £750 and that will make sure that we can get enough printed and we can get a thousand copies printed and we can get them to the shops uh, well we can get some on, on our tables and, and also to hospitals as well it's looking very cool thank you um, there's a few things I've got to change as I said I'm almost I'm kind of getting there now with the art and then I want to go through it and tide everything up as a few little bits that I, need, I, need I love that change. pose in that first panel. Yeah, the little robot outside Just the, the casual house. barman kind of like, hi. Yeah, that, I wanted him to be kind of a, your typical kind of... He's a butler, basically. He's a robot butler. And, and, and also, I'll show you something else cool as well. Can I grab that? Oh, you, you can come to it. it. Might, perhaps. Um, I, that's what I was looking for. Yeah, was oh, it, really? Was hidden things? I was like, where's the bazooka? Uh, there is in there. So, is that going to be a zoot or a Jar Jar Binks? Um, but also, and I'm sure you won't mind us playing, me playing the audio, um, but I'm not going to go into detail, but how cool is this? This is a, a never-secret um, hush-hush thing. In fact, I'm, I might turn the audio down just to make sure. <laughs> Shh. Um, but how cool is... I'm not editing this, so... Anything you put in that you weren't supposed to, it's tough. <laughs> no, it's fine. I did actually ask him earlier, is there anything I can't say? And uh, <laughs> He said, yeah, you can't mention the comic. You can't show the... That's, that's, an, that's, an, that's my origin story. Nice. So, you know, basically you're going to write, what, what, what do you see as a baby? Or I could have gone the other way as well. Let's go for the Batman approach. Why don't you draw his parents get mutually killed in front of him? <laughs> Anyway, uh, so the way that the story works is basically, it's, it, the comic is called, I haven't even mentioned what the comic's called yet, How to Draw Comics with Springworth. So Springworth is your robot. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to get people involved, the kids involved in it. So there'll be one, one page, for instance, telling the story, introducing the characters. And the next page will be, well, these characters, they need outfits, design the outfits. And there'll be some kind of templates where you get to design the outfit. Then there'll be another page of story, another page of activities, and then at the end, there's going to be several level pages of activities. There's some really fun ideas we've been working on and ideas and that kind of thing. And um, yeah, I think it's good. I'm really excited about it. Really excited about it. And um, it's going to be really cheap as well. I, I think, I believe we're selling the comics for something like £3.75 or something. Bargain. And we're going to have pencils on the front as well. I've got nice. a pack of free pencils on the front. And a chewy bar. Oh, I've seen this. I think you've shown me this. Have I? Well, the full one. Oh, not the full one, no, just a... He's talking as well. Although, he's, just, he's, he's very C-3PO-y on his speed. I'll, I'll play a little bit, but I don't know how much... In fact, sod it. I'm sure you don't mind. <laughs> Thank you to Dan for doing the um, the voice. The audio needs to be tuned up. It sounds like he's in a bin at the moment. Who did the audio? Uh, Dan Rushton. Who is one of the little heroes team? Uh, so, so the Facebook. The uh, so which one have you watched that episode of The Apprentice and decided that you needed something? Oh, else? have you seen that episode? Fucking terrible. Uh, so, the Kickstarter page is. I'm just getting my notes up. Uh, the Kickstarter page is www.kickstarter.com forward slash projects forward slash Little Heroes Comics. Thank you for the yawn. <laughs> um, and uh, so, yeah, 
projects forward slash little heroes comics and they i don't know when he's launching it it might be today or tomorrow i get the idea it's the next couple of days and we're asking and we're for recording this on thursday the first of november oh yeah yeah probably go up friday the second of november yeah um so go and have a look you know and there's a there's a load of pages on there you can have a look at some of the stuff um not final art like i like to add if you see any problems with it, there's that's not final. It's going to be better than that. Um, that's my excuse. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to have a look, and please buy buy a copy. And if you if you spend, I think I can't remember what the stretch goal is, or the 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 reward aim is, but I do end up doing a few um, sketches. I will be end doing a couple of sketches, and you might you know I could do you one if you ask nicely enough. Um, can I have one? You can have one. Excellent. See, that's how nicely you have to ask. <laughs> Didn't even say please. Uh, so yeah, so th- that's that's my two cents. Um, I'm going to be a stretch goal artist. <laughs> <laughs> we pay five hundred quid, or we will get him to do some art. Everybody sets fire to their laptops. Yeah. Uh, so oh, no, I'm loving it, and this has really got me excited about things in the future as well. And it's maybe because. I've never seen myself as a comic artist ever. It's not something that I do. I don't, you know, I don't draw superheroes or anything like that. And it came across me. I was offered it, and immediately I was like, "No, don't do it. I want to do it. It's not my thing. Not my thing." And I thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna have a go. And I went, and it's turned out you all right. I've been telling Stuart for ages to fucking do something. Yeah, and it's it's all right. It's, it's I'm really enjoying it. And see, that was going to be my question, because is it different to draw and to relax? Right, good question. Uh, Do you enjoy it in the same way? Is it a different kind of enjoyment? No, is I, there a pressure to it that you enjoy? There is a pressure to it, but I'm still drawn in to relax. I am I am finding I give myself a night off to draw. I give myself not to do some sketchbook work, um, usually on a Sunday. That's kind of what those nerd things were for me. That's yeah. my drawing uh, to relax kind of thing. Uh, but... I'm, I'm not. Uh, I, I'm not finding it. I am getting a bit stressed out. Some of the pages, uh, I'm worrying that they're they're good enough, or that my quality's dropping, or I'm rushing it, or my characters I haven't got the same. Because I really like the first page, and I, I was worried that I peaked too soon, and that I worried that, that the, the, the the quality hasn't carried through the whole comic. Um, I don't think you need to worry from what I've seen. Thank you. Um, so there are. It's one of those things where you're only going to find find fault in your own work. Um, and I can uh, there's you know yeah, loads. We always do that. It's like when you were going through that sketchbook. I was telling you the things I wasn't happy. with Yeah, you know, it's like I mean, to me, his eyes are screw with on, on that particular one. So I want to redo that one. And you know, it's another honestly wouldn't have noticed. Yeah, uh, this was another bit I quite liked as well. So <laughs> you've got the city, but you've got these um, these transportation tubes going all the way across it. And what's it called? It's called the tube. Nice. Simple as that. Why not? Why not indeed? Does it smell of piss like the tube? <laughs> uh, I had loads of fun because there was... A, I, I didn't want to be the kind of person who would just put like flat backgrounds on all of the frames. So I tried to force... I don't draw a lot of backgrounds or I try to force myself into it. And they're quite a great fun, actually. Once you've gotten the, the ideas... Um, it's quite uh, admittedly some of them I just kind of put splashes and stuff on it but uh, some it's nice to put little I fun details because those splashes are also a very traditional comic looking thing yeah absolutely I've um, found recently that I've enjoyed adding the smaller details into pictures mm. 
you know, like, like, like more so in ones that don't deserve it. There's no reason for that at all. Yeah. I don't know why, but sort of why not? Cool. It is, yeah. But yeah. this is that thing that we talked about before when I watched that video about the things that were wrong with the Killing Joke animated movie. Right. That it made all the backgrounds boring compared to the detail that was on the comic page. Mm. It just made it all look very clean and straight and generic. And that's definitely something that I'd not really considered when I watched the film as to what was actually missing. Yeah. And I think you need the little details, especially with something like a comic that is a still image that some people will pour over. You will... It's like the current um, Superman... It's either Superman or Action Comics. Each issue opens with Clark Kent's computer with a load of post-it notes set around it. Mm. And each one's different, and they put lots of little details into it, and it's little in-jokes and stuff like that. Um, but they could have easily just done the old-fashioned thing of just having a post-it note with a scribble on it. Yeah. And they took the time... I mean, admittedly, they're probably... Potentially, that's being typed up on a computer anyway, so it's just cutting and pasting it in. But it's still small details. Yeah, Because um, it's always been tempting when you draw a city background, isn't it, to just do that, that, that. That's your city background. Colour it all in black. There's a few of them like this, isn't there? No, but it's, then it's, you've got it depends on where you want to pull the focus. In, so you've got the yeah. tube logo. You've got the... But it depends on how you want to pull the focus. For instance, what I've on some of my mine on here, <coughs> I have taken that approach, but usually on the ones where... Um, the, the background isn't that important. Uh, like, for instance, the last page I did, where is it? Like this, that frame there, look. Um, where they're, they're, they're in front of a computer screen and the computer screen's being reflected on them, but the background isn't really that important. So we've got some silhouettes going on in the background. Um, but there's other ones. Can I suggest a small joke? A joke, go a guy standing on top of one of the buildings. Do it. Yeah, why not? That's a great idea. I really <laughs> like that. Yeah. All right, I'm going to discuss it. I'll discuss it with you guys later, but yeah, it's, it's just, just a nice little idea. Um, it's like this exp explosion, this kaboom explosion. Um, it's actually a double page spread, but I just wanted the most random things I could think of in it. There are some very cool random things. Um, you know, if you look at th this, I have no idea why there's a toaster in it, but there is. Nice. Um, and I don't know why there Perhaps are... Perhaps it's a talkie toaster. Possibly. And I don't know why it's being run by guinea pigs, <laughs> but it is. Rodents inside. It's just a fun little idea. That's world building, though, isn't it? Yeah, I love it. And it's, it's so, and it was also kind of did it to stop me from going insane. Because I was one of the little bit of fun things. And I was chuckling to myself when I stuck a hamster in the computer. In the drawing. <laughs> in the drawing. I wasn't forced to get in a CD tray or anything. <laughs> 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 Um, so, so that's why you're not allowed in the match shop anymore. <laughs> it's a computer mouse, all right. <laughs> right. So um, anyway, so that's my two thirds. So I'm going to shut up now. But um, okay, a quick recap for everyone who's listening. Um, so I've done a comic. It's being kickstarted very soon for a charity. Go and get it. And I want to reach our goal. I want to go over our goal. Um, and so, yeah, check out Little Heroes. So do I, because I'm going to do a sketch card. <laughs> yeah. uh, Little Heroes, um, because they were the, he's my publisher. Um, yeah, but apparently, did you hear the, did you hear the story about when I was going to um, the Thought Bubble with, with Craig? I you was kept saying, referring to Tony as your 
and my bro writer, yeah, and I kept referring to uh, Aaron as my publisher, and we met up with uh, with Tony. And as soon as um, as soon as we met up, Tony, Tony goes, uh, "Have you seen um, Have you seen our publisher yet?" Because well, because I've been telling everyone, and uh, he's my publisher. And I said, "I've been doing exactly the same thing. I've also been calling him my um, my writer, and apparently Tony's been calling me his artist." Well, like like happy family. Well, you're not Tony's artist. You're my artist. Back um, off, Tony. No, I'm your designer. Get it right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's lesser to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's a mere designer. Yeah, you, you've rejected me as your artist. Have I? Yes. Did I when? When I, I volunteered to do Tales of Infinity 2. What, the cover? Yeah. I didn't reject you. You reject, he rejected me first. You gave me an out in the thing. <laughs> I completely understand if you want somebody else. Yes. I was being polite. <laughs> I went with another Andy. <laughs> You've been moonlighting with Aaron and Tony. See how you fucking. <laughs> Be honest, is he better than me? <laughs> Reason for choosing different artists: spite. Yeah, <laughs> small-minded spite. <laughs> He's been cheating on me. Um, so yeah, go and have a look. Um, Kickstarter uh, 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 projects: Little Heroes Comics. I'm hoping we'll get some more Tales pages in, actually. I've just realised it's gone a day past the original deadline. Mm. So I should check up with people. Um, yeah, if we don't, I don't quite know what's happening with Tales too. I've got some pages in, and they're awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm aware. I'm not going to go into details. I don't think I can, but I'm aware of one one couple of pages that are coming to you, and they are fantastic. From a certain... From a certain person. Excellent. And um, very exciting. I hope you don't mind me saying I don't mind you saying. I'm glad you <laughs> <like> my page. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's squeaky bum time. Mm-hmm. Uh, When's your deadline? Uh, it's now the end of November. Okay. I'm not sure. Originally, we were going to take it to Kickstarter, but I'm not sure if I'm going to do that and just do what we did before and um, just launch it at True Believers without any Kickstarter behind it. The idea of the Kickstarter was to sell copies of issue one. I did think about having a table at the Christmas fair again at the school mm. and maybe selling some there. Rock, we could sell rocks. Yeah, well, that is my concern, is that they always put us in a shit position. Need somewhere to rest your bag? Here's your table. <laughs> We've done two of them and we're yet to sell anything between us. Is that correct? I think you might be right. I think so. I think we gave away some comics, but, mm. but I think no. we sold some tickets online off the back of it, and you might have sold a couple. I of think bits. I sold a card. I think your problem there was you were priced too high for that crowd. <laughs> yeah, I think when you go to school crowd, you've got to alter your prices compared to a comic con. Because mm. I think people go to a school fair expecting to get a bargain. Whereas people go to a Comic Con expecting to pay the price it's actually worth. Yeah. Um, but no, I was thinking about doing that with Tails and reflecting that in the price. Mainly to try and get comics in the hands of kids, but I don't know how suitable it is for kids. It's an all ages comic, but, you know, young kids, there's the Samurai Slasher story, which, although not graphic, I don't want to have angry parents coming back at me. But then we've always told parents to check through the comic before they buy it for their kid. We've always been good about that. Mm-hmm. 
Mainly because we don't want to be that thing. It's like, my kid had nightmares because of your comic. Don't blame us. (laughs) (laughs) I think Tony and Nick were on about doing something, and then Nick pointed out it was an all-ages comic. (laughs) I was slightly disappointed by it. Yeah. Oh, I see. I think they wanted to bring two of their things together. Yeah. But then the one thing is now launching, the one he did with Susie is now launching at True Believers. Is the plan at the moment. Coffee Barbarian. Yeah. Oh, is that really going to be launched at True Believers? So it was meant to be launched at Nottingham, but it wasn't ready. So now I might be speaking at a turn. Oh. But the last rumour I heard was that it was to be launched. The plan was to launch it there, but yeah. obviously plans change. So until it's up on our website, it's not official. Mm. I know they're launching issue four of the awesome anthology there. They are, yeah. The cover's great on that. Was the fourth one? Yeah. I've oh. seen it yet. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of the third one. And they not released the fourth. The third one. one's the Sid James dancing one. Didn't he? I have seen. I don't know what the fourth one is. Uh, no, I got a letter in the third one. I did. Yeah, but not as me. Uh, who else? I am a anonymous straight Christian. I think. <laughs> um, yeah, I just they were desperate for letters, so I fired off a joke letter. <laughs> But yeah, um, anything else you want to shout out? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, I've been reading um, uh, again for Little Heroes. <clears throat> um, the, I don't know if, it, if uh, the Gallant and Amos books that he's um, published at the moment—they are fantastic. I heard a lot about them. They've read them really there. come out quick as well. I mean, I picked the first one up at well, I don't <coughs> first one, I don't remember, but the first one was Fort only Mold? released. No, no, yeah. I picked the second one up. I thought, okay. I picked the second one up from Fort Bubble, and he's just revealed the cover of the fourth one. Cool. So he's really kicking them out, and they're great. They're really nice. They're very, they're very kind of asterisky. I was going to say they've got a very asterisk look from what I've seen. Yeah, coming kind of asterisk and kind of Calvin and Hobbesy kind of humour to it. They're lovely, really nice. I really, yeah. And um, I think he's got some deals if you pick them all up at the moment. So go, go and go and have a look. They're great. I Again, re- they'll be on the little heroes website. I recommend the John Tucker Pod bundle. On yeah. his website, we've both got that. What was your sketch? Um, I asked for a wheelie bin, so I got a wheelie bin. I just asked for a random one. I got a Krang out on Halloween. <laughs> Krang in a bag, and then he's got the pumpkin in his chest. Yeah, it's Happy Krangaline. <laughs> Brilliant. Now this was my my wheelie bin. I think I took a foot. I couldn't think of anything clever to ask for. So, oh, actually, I might have seen the wheelie bin. Yeah, is it the wheelie bin on a bike? That's it. Doing a wheelie. Uh, there you go. Genius. But no, um, that boy is fucks up. <laughs> I read, yeah, they're great. Um, I read all the books in one sitting. Yeah, I did as well. I, I read a drift first because I'd heard about a drift. I absolutely adore a drift. Yeah, a drift is love. It fucked up, but it's lovely. Mm. Um, and I love the reveal at the end of a drift. Yeah, the, the, the payoff is superb. It's really clever. Um, I like um, what's the one in the lighthouse called? Um, oh balls! I can't remember. But where the lighthouse keepers finding pubes? Yeah, he's <laughs> finding random pubes, and they can work out. There's more of more of them, and then he finds out why it is. Oh, what's it called? It is. It's not bold, is it? That's a different one. No, that's the guy where he becomes super bold. 
that's great as well, where you can start seeing through his skull. We're just giving away all of the comics. We're just going to tell you the, the, the punchlines on all the comics. He easily wins the best picture on our website as well. Yeah. Because <laughs> mm. uh, I ask everybody to send over a picture to use on the website. And yeah. Who didn't have been Jessica Fletcher? Jessica Fletcher. Um. Please hold. Please hold. Was that a new one? Ted Singer Society 2. Where's his storm? This is his blog post page. Do you ever met him? Well, yes, he was a troops, wasn't he? Troops. I didn't read him properly, though. Only sort of read Night Watch. Yeah. The taxi's good. Uh, gang culture in 1950s Swansea. <laughs> it's bizarre. The thing at the very end where he's looking out and he's like, gangs today. Yeah, and they got their dicks hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> See, now you're giving shit oh, away. sorry, everyone. <laughs> it's just the fact that the whole thing is that they were the Rip Jeans game or whatever it was. Uh, was it the, ass, the, the Bear Ass game? Bear Ass game. <laughs> and, and, uh, yeah. Hell is very <laughs> good as well. <laughs> yes. Um, where they take over Hell, isn't it? Yeah. Um, taxi's very good as well, very fucked up. The taxi is really fucked up, quite serious compared to the others. I'd have to think about he doesn't name his characters because he's got he hasn't got time to think of that shit. What's <laughs> <laughs> his banner? His picture. <laughs> Amazing. He may win best banner as well. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, JohnTucker.co.uk forward slash blog, and I'm sure from there you can find his store. I'm just being a spaz about it. Shit, can you say that? I don't know. I apologise for any of this. Uh, he has got a shop somewhere. Uh, that's not it. Oh, there it is. Shop. Got it. So, Are we allowed to see the, um, the, 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 the the code for the discount? No, you should listen to the Awesome Comics podcast episode that he was on. It's a recent one, so if you scroll back through the last I think it's five or seven, six, one, I think. Yeah, something like that. I know I had to message you because I'd forgotten what it was. Yeah. But you should listen to the podcast issue 171. I don't want to listen to their podcast. It's humorous sometimes. No, all they do is talk about comics. And swear oh. a lot. I did. I don't of... go into something called the Awesome Comics Podcast to listen to people talk about comics. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I thought it was all to do with religion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the amount of times we had that flyer in for the Kickstarter way back when. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the only reason Kirk does our sound is because he thinks we're a religious thing. Are we not? Yeah, of course we are. We worship at the altar of Stanley. But yes, so yeah, that's it. So reminder again: Kickstarter, uh, Little Heroes. So Little Hero um, Kickstarter forward slash projects forward slash Little Heroes comics, and as I said. Well, it'll be on Facebook. We're going to. I'm going to it'll, basically whore it out on Facebook. As soon as it's up, it'll go in our mailer, and it will be on the True Believers website. Yeah. Okay, TrueBelievers.co.uk. No, dot com. Cold beans. Yeah, and um, <coughs> we're both going to be there. So we're launching at True Believers next year. Uh, fingers crossed. Uh, so I'll I need be to there. Talk to Aaron about 
what we talked about about whether he'd be better because we're planning to have a big workshop or well, not a big workshop area but an area devoted to our plan is to have workshops running throughout the day hmm. workshops and drawing activities so yeah it's working out whether he'd do better on the main floor or I suppose he could have a presence on the main floor at the I Am Zoot table if you've got copies of the comic there yeah and then well I was planning to do that anyway I will be having comics on my table so whether he'd then be better right in the workshop area the only trouble I'd with the workshop area is because it's an untried entity. Yeah, well, that was where he was drawing True Believers. He was in like the children's workshop area, but it was kind of away from the, the main... True Believers? Sorry, my brain's frazzled. Um, the ever True Believers thought bubble. Ah! The northern True Believers. <laughs> um, I think you're doing thought bubble a disservice. Yeah. <laughs> Just because one person once said we were like the thought bubble of the same <laughs> doesn't mean it's true. Um, and um, was very drunk. <laughs> so <laughs> <Being> heavily bribed <laughs> with alcohol. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, you know, we'll discuss it with him. We'll discuss it with him. See what he wants. But I, I, there will be a, a little hero's presence on my story. I have my little hero. His name's Craig. <laughs> <laughs> He's a big hero, and you know it. He's going to New York next week. Is he? He is. So his flat's empty. <laughs> Damn it! Thank God no one knows where he lives. Damn it! I'm not holding his mail. <laughs> Actually, he's he's wonderful because he rarely gets anything. And if he does, he's, he's got, got over. Friends. I know I can take it down to his mum's house. <laughs> Easy. Oh, um, yes. Yeah, so, Little Heroes Kickstarter will be launching soon. Keep it peeled. Yep. It'll be everywhere. We'll pimp it. You'll pimp it. I'm gonna pimp it. Uh, People who want to look at your artwork can find you at. Um, I am the on I on Facebook. I am the real Zoot, uh, and I'm also on Instagram as I am Zoot, and I think I am Zootbot on Twitter. Zootbot on Twitter. You could not find it. Would have been easier to just as a brand one fucking consistent. I, I thing. wanted to, but there were some available other places. I wanted Zoot. Well, but we've gone. gone. Yeah. Um, you're fine, I'm yeah, amazed we've got OK True Believers <laughs> off across all platforms. So yeah, OK True Believers, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We use Instagram a little bit more at the moment. I've most because I do it on my phone. Yeah, because of the nature of Instagram. Uh, I've mostly been using my drawing because I'm mostly slowly, I'm slowly building up those Halloween fans to follow me. <laughs> um, I haven't posted any drawing for a while because I've been up with the logi the last couple of days, so I've just been going straight to bed. Mm. Which is why not a lot's been happening. Um, so tickets are for sale. Are tickets are for sale. They are only six pound fifty each for adults. They'll Bargain. Eight pound on the door at the event. So if you prefer to buy at the event, completely understand. Um, but if you can buy in advance, it is also an awesome help to us. Because so we aren't at the race course next year. We are not. We are at juries. Um, which is so easy to get to. It is. It's situated perfectly between Chatham and Gloucester as well. Yeah. Um, Literally, you get off the the off the Golden Valley, um, off the motorway at Cheltenham, and you're there. Yeah, really are there. So, um, yeah, nervous about it. Look forward to it. We'll talk about that more. We'll do a true mm. special at some point where we can Pick do our up. usual frank and honest conversation about what we're looking forward to, what we're scared about. Yeah, because it's weird being in a new venue because it's like unknown. With, Having done four years at the race course, you pretty much knew what you were getting. Mm, yeah. So it took very little forward planning logistics wise. Whereas this time, 
I had my first Troop Leaver's Panic Dream. Okay. So that's usually a good sign. Mm. That's usually what kicks my ass into gear. So, um, so as long as everything's there, we can pull it together. I think in my dream, the tables weren't there. Right. And then... Everyone sat on the floor. My usual dream, Troop Leaver's Panic Dream, is that it's got to the thing of the day and I've still not sent out any posters or yeah. advertised it. It's going quicker than you thought when you thought. Uh, yeah, so... But yeah, I mean, I think I'm not really one for bigging us up, but I think we've got enough of a proven track record now that... Um, like I say, it's not going to be the same as previous years just because of changing the venue. It's naturally going to change the event slightly, but it is, as we've always tried to deliver, the best true believers we can give you with what we've got. That's not underselling it, that's not overselling it, that's what it is. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, drawing-wise, anybody interested in my horseshit? <laughs> can find it at Stuart thinks you can draw on Facebook and Instagram and I'm at Token Nerd on Twitter where I put some things um, thank you to everybody who sent in questions for this one um, uh, I quite like that we have to do that more often what questions yeah my problem is is whenever I've put things out in advance is then something's come up where I've had to cancel you've had to cancel mm. So I've learnt not to tempt fate. So I leave it till the last possible minute and then throw out questions. But yeah, if ever anybody wants to send us questions. Um, the more random, the better. The I more think. random, the better, yeah. Uh, like I say, it was a good excuse to finally ask you those uh, yeah. the actor studio questions. Which I think if ever we get to a stage where we have guests, we're going to have to fire those off at the beginning or the end. They're nice warm-up questions, actually. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, what else did we have to plug? Tickets, Troops Mailer, you can sign up at tinyletter.com. I think we've got like 108 subscribers now. Bly. Which isn't bad. We hit that magic Cruella de Vil number a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> and hit 101. Admittedly, one of those is me. Because <coughs> I get it sent to me so I can make sure it goes through correctly. Not that you can edit it after the fact. but um, Yeah, and our back catalogue is on there, although I think there's only 10 on there at a time now. I think the previous ones get... How many uh, have you done that? Taking out the archive. We're on. So I do a stats report because I've been trying to track it, so I can have a look. But I think we're in our thirties. Mm. This thing is so fucking slow. <laughs> uh, let's go to that. It's a new laptop. It isn't yet. I think it's just reactive. Um, yeah, and in the. Troops mailer, you get a bit of Troops news. So we did all our guest announcements in there before we put them up on the website. Uh, we do a nerds thing, do a brief introduction. All the draw something Sundays go in there. So you're essentially getting free art into your inbox mm. every week. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes <laughs> it's not me. I think I missed a week recently. No, I didn't miss a week. I had to hold it back because I was putting it in the mailer because it was that three-panel strip I did. Oh yeah. That wasn't very exciting and didn't really need to be held back, but you know. Um, and yeah, oh, the stats thing's not coming up. Eh? So apparently, Bohemian Rhapsody is good. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that. I want to see it. I don't know if I can be bothered to go to the cinema. Mm. 
I've heard mixed things of like it's really good, but it's a very soft telling of the Freddie Mercury thing. Yeah. Uh, we have done twenty-three so far, I think. Yeah, twenty-three. So this Monday's will be our twenty-fourth. Um, ones in red are they the people who cancel every week? No, that's the num- actually no. We've not done twenty-three. Sorry, we've done thirty-three. They're the ones that aren't online anymore. That's the number of people it was sent to. Oh, I see. So our first one went out to fifty-eight people. Yeah. And we went up into the sixties, then the seventies, then we circled around the eighties for a bit, then the nineties for a few weeks. Then yeah, hundred one, hundred six, and I think we're on about hundred eight subscribers now. Wow. So I think we've had two people unsubscribe in that time, which isn't bad going for us. What well, happens to me? I'm ninety-nine percent sure that most people don't even read it because more people should be unsubscribing. <laughs> But yeah, it's like I say, I set it up more as an excuse to write something every week and then make people suffer that. But, and yeah, I do the final stats for when they go offline. Because so, part of me's tempted to take some of the better ones and collect them together into a nerdy book, maybe with some illustrations. I don't know what to do with them yet. So. Obviously, everybody that got sent them will always have them in their inbox if they keep them. If they are inclined to do such things. But yeah, so that's the tinyletter.com forward slash troops to sign up for that. And like I say, website, any help spreading the word. Uh, posters will be going out soon to shops. I need to get them ordered. And going to get some flyers done, but I want to try and have some workshops definitively in place before we get the flyers done. Um, so yeah, it's all going. We'll be back in a few weeks with our picks of the year kind of thing uh, Adrift is going to be in mind no spoilers there <laughs> uh, we talked about it enough this time and yeah thank you for listening and uh, read awesome comics create awesome things and keep spreading the full colour word yep. cheers guys cheers see ya where's the stop then there's the stop then see ya